the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create amazing relationships. I'm Ramsey personality George Campbell, joined by my colleague, Ken Coleman. And we're here to serve you, America. The number to call is 888-825-5225. And I say America, but we've been getting a lot more uh, international these days, Ken. A with lot. A lot of listeners a calling lot. in from yeah. all over the country. Yeah, you got to be careful. You just offended the globe, George. I just don't like mean that. to. You know, you got to worry. We are very inclusive when it comes to advice about your money, your work, and your relationships. That's right. Regardless of where you live. Come one, come all. The principles apply. Get they out of do. debt, stay out of debt, have an emergency fund, build wealth for the future, and you're going to be okay. That works whether you're in uh, Australia or the United States. You know what and we should do this what? summer? We should throw a shrimp on the barbie. I think we should for our friend Luke, who joins us in Brisbane. Australia. Is that how you say it? Is it Brisbane? Did I get that right, Luke? I'm trying to be better. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's uh, Brisbane. Good morning. It's currently just after 7 a.m. Saturday morning. Oh, I wish I talked like you, Luke. I got to tell you. I, I feel really like I'm do. listening to an Australian weatherman. I do. I'm going to ask you extra questions because I want to hear you talk. Northeasterly yeah, winds no coming worries. from the south. No worries. Get See, I need to say from the no. south. They're northeasterly. Yeah. We'll, we'll get it later. <laughs> Luke, how can Luke, we help, my welcome man? from Australia. Okay, thank you very much, gentlemen. I love what you two do, and I love what Dave does and all the team that does. Um, I've been listening to the show now for about three or four months, and um, I'm 21, so I'm only really just kind of getting into the whole world, big wide world of money and working and all of that full time. Um, I've been a bit of a pickled situation at the moment. Um, I've just broken up out of a near two-year relationship, and that's put mm. me in a bit of a struggle. Um, but one thing I've learned from that is, you know, the only way you can move is forward. And um, I basically just want to tackle the one and only debt I have and um, get some, basically, just some life advice on where to go from there, how to use my money, just some general life advice for growing up too. Well, I got to ask you that. Did you dump or were you dumped? I was dumped. Oh, <laughs> man. I, I was worried about that. I'm sorry about that. How long ago did that happen? Uh, a couple of weeks now. All right. Listen, man, you're going to be okay. You'll find love again, Luke. Yeah. We've all been there, man. Yeah. I have I got dumped pretty hard in college. Did you get dumped? Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So, hey, you're, with, okay. you're in good so, company, yeah. Luke. So what's the one debt you have? All right, so to make it easier for you guys, I've converted all my things that I think I would mention. I've converted all that from Australian dollars to US dollars. What a so blessing. The one, and only debt, the one and only debt I have is a really stupid car loan. <laughs> and um, I am currently owing about 20000 US dollars on that. Okay. All right. What's your income, USD? Uh uh, USD, my income is, uh, it ranges, it's between fifty three and 55000 What do you do? I am a long-distance truck driver. Oh, all right. Cool, cool. Okay. So um, I'm looking at doing a once. Um, I'm looking at doing a career change and then moving internationally. Because don't get me wrong, Australia is all well and good, and it's really cool here. And you know, there are some lovely people here. I don't know. I just don't feel like it's for me in the long run. Oh, so what? Uh, paint that picture for us. What are you doing, and where are you living? All right. So I live in Brisbane. Um, I've got my debt. And I'm looking at getting rid of that. And um, next year, I have enrolled to go to aviation college and go get my commercial pilot's license. So nice. 
that's the career change I wanted to do, and I've wanted to be a pilot since I was like 12, 13 Good years Good for old. you. Are you going to be um, able to cash flow that? I am not, unfortunately. How much is it? How much does it cost? It's very pricey here in the U.S. What is it in, the, in Australia? All right. So to get my commercial license plus my multi-engine rating, which will allow me to fly aircraft with two or more engines, and also getting my instrument rating, so I can, um, which is uh, probably a great necessity of flying commercially in the long run. All of that totals up to about one hundred eight thousand U.S. dollars. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. That checks out. Well, we don't want you going into debt for this, Luke. You got to know that, right? Yeah, how, the way um, I don't necessarily know how it works over there in the US. I know I've heard, I keep hearing a lot of callers calling and say they have um, private student loan debt from like Sally Mays or something. And um, I don't necessarily know much more than that. I don't know if you can get it like, I know you can get scholarships because you can get scholarships as well over here. Um, but the way that I'm looking at doing it is um, getting it through the government and then paying it back through taxes. So none of it comes out of my paycheck. However, when I go to do my tax return every year, um, because I don't know how it works over there, but in every um, payslip I get, um, taxes come out of my pay automatically. So I don't have to worry about um, paying my tax at, at the end of every financial year. I do a tax return still. and Correct. Yeah, if that, you're a W-2 employee uh, here, it, meaning your, your employer is going to pay that portion out, it'll get deducted and paid to the government automatically. Yes, and that, that's standard over here. Unless you run your own business, that's standard but over here. But you're saying here. they add your student loan and, payment into your taxes, essentially? Yeah, you pay it off through the taxes that you pay. So it's essentially still a payment. You're just making it sort of all at once at the end of the year through your tax return. So you might owe $10,000 on your tax return. Yeah, and instead of um, me getting anything back on my tax return, all of that, which I would be eligible to receive back, um, all of that goes into paying for what would be my student loan. I'm confused. You're saying there would never be a bill that you would owe? What if you don't get money back? No. That I am unaware of. But, um. Because here in America, free, you don't always get a refund. I've owed many years, and you got to pay that. Yeah, and so I imagine. It's not free. This loan isn't free. So I don't want yeah. you to think that there's some. No, well, it's all no, paid no, in taxes. No, 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 I'll be no good. Way. No way. Um, but, you know, I get, like, a tax refund. Most, like, it's um, pretty mo- – most people typically get a tax refund every year. Um, I have always gotten a tax refund every year over here. I know um, there's been, like, stories where people have, you know, worked a standard nine-to-five job, and then for some reason they owe 10000 to the tax office. But mm. I've never managed to grapple my head around that. Well, but regardless of how it works there, we, we want you to cash flow this. And if that means you got to move slower or you got to increase your income or you got to sell this car in order to cash flow this, that's the plan. Because taking on over yeah. hundred grand in debt is not going to make you a, a better pilot and it's going to cause more stress when you get there. Yeah, which is what I was thinking as well, whether I go through with it or whether I just delay it. Just do it at the speed of cash. Delay I mean, so what would it take for yeah. you to save $25,000 a year? I'm being aggressive there, but that gets you 100000 okay? What would it take? A young guy like you, you're driving a truck. What can you sell? $25,000 a year in four years, you got the money, and now there's no stopping you. Before you know it, you're up flying the friendly skies.
you know, flying to Nashville, coming to see us. Hey. You know? Taking us for a ride. Huh? We'll take you for a shrimp on the Barbie. You do it debt-free, shrimp on the Barbie free from me. Ooh. How about that? Outback? Where are we taking them? Yeah, we'll take them to Outback, Authentic. of course. Where else would I take an Australian in the United States? Get the Bloomin' Onion. A Bloomin' Onion, man. Luke, thanks for the call. It was a pleasure <laughs> speaking with you. This is The Ramsey Show. It continues to amaze me how identity thieves keep finding ways to use our own identities against us. Not only do they commit crimes related to financial fraud, medical ID theft, and insurance benefit fraud, but now we have to deal with home title fraud. Thieves are using your own personal info to take ownership of your home so they can take out loans and you end up with a pile of debt and foreclosure notices. Over 4,000 data breaches happened in 2018, exposing 3.6 billion records. So thieves have plenty of identities to use and there's a one in five chance it will be yours. That's why Xander Insurance is the only program I use and recommend. Their plan covers all types of identity theft, and it takes over all the work if you become a victim. Visit Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Campbell, joined by Ken Coleman. Hey, if you like the show, do us a favor, and it's a free favor, if that's any consolation. Please consider subscribing to the show wherever you're listening or hit the follow button. Leave a review wherever you're listening and share it with a friend. There's a lot of little buttons you can click to share. You can just send a link if you're watching on YouTube. Um, tell them just verbally, go check out the show wherever they listen to podcasts or get their shows. That means the world to us. You guys are our marketing plan, and you do such a great job, and we're so grateful for, the, for spreading the word. All right, let's get to it. Jacob is in Charlotte up next. Jacob, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, so I just got hit with a, with a pretty significant amount of debt that me and my wife are not expecting to have. Um, her parents were unaware that they were taking out student loans. I'm not sure how that happened, but we just got hit with an extra $15,000 for her undergrad on top of her $15,000 for her master's that we already knew about. Um, and so I'm trying to figure out the best way to attack this, what I need to sell, what I need to keep in order to pay that off. Ma'am, sorry to hear that. So it sounds like there was a giant lack of communication with how the parents were quote unquote paying for college. And she thought, well, they've got it yeah. taken care of. Little did she know they were yeah, taking well, out loans in her name. They, yeah, I think they thought they had, had it taken care of too. Um, and then we just are on the unfortunate end of that. All right. Well, it's up to you guys now. It's all in her name, right? Uh, yeah, it is. These weren't like Parent Plus loans that were co-signed? Uh, I think her dad's co-signed on it, but they've made it clear they're not going to help. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Well, what's your household income now? So right now we make a combined about $110,000. Um, we own a couple of rental houses and... We net about another fifteen thousand with those, um, so it's a little over one hundred twenty thousand. Okay, and is this all of the debt, the consumer debt, these two student loans? So no, she she's got a car loan as well, and that's about seventeen thousand. Okay, and then you have a bunch of mortgages. Yeah, so we've got the two rental houses, and then we've got the house that we live in. So we have three mortgages, but um, those are 
they're pretty well taken care of on their own as it stands. For now, on paper. But man, you got a lot yeah. of risk in your life as a young couple. Yeah. How old are you two? We're about 25. All right. Well, the good news is making 120, knocking out, you know, 47,000 in debt is not a huge math equation. The question yeah. is how little can you live on and how much can you throw at the debt to knock this out as quickly as possible? And you said you're willing to sell some stuff. What do you have that you can sell? Well, I was thinking about my first thought is, you know, if we sell the house that we live in, um, we would, we would net after taxes a little over 50,000. So that would knock out the debt pretty quickly, but then that would leave us in the position to have to rent or use our, um, you know, savings account to buy another house. I'd rather you sell a rental before you sell yeah. the place you sleep. The only thing about that is the rental houses have a 2.7% and a 3.2% oh, line. Jason, we're going to argue about interest rates. Why, why do you think that changes the equation? Because he'll never get a 2.7 interest rate again. <laughs> I know. I was wanting him to say I it. Think it's, I think it's because the, the cash flow on those houses is just so good that I don't want to okay. get those up. Okay, let's run through it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You just oh. told me you're you're netting 15K a year. It's not much. That's amazing cash flow to you? I mean, as a 25-year-old. No, you make 110. Dude, you make way more money than that. You know what 15000 divided by 12 is? It's not very much a month. Yeah. That is not well, amazing that, cash no, flow. No, that, well, that, that's the profit after taxes, after the mortgages are paid. Uh, still, and you're acting like $15,000 is a lot of money. That is not a lot of money. You could make that in a side hustle. Easy. Yeah. So I just don't want you to get starry-eyed. And I understand I'm not trying to beat up on you. We're having some fun. But, man, people are just get so stuck on these interest rates instead of thinking about uh, a bigger picture, which is how do we live with no debt and our greatest wealth-building tool back in our life, our income, instead of, hey, yeah. what's the spread on this and what's the interest rate and I can make more if I invest this. And uh, if you can figure that out sooner rather than later, because you're 25, you got lots of time on your hands to let compound growth and wise decisions guide you to some big wealth. But right now... The truth is, you guys can pay off this debt. You're looking for the shortcut of selling your own house to do that. You don't need to. What you need to do is sacrifice and have some behavior change. Well, should we should we cut into our you know saving like our personal savings account to pay off some of it, and then well, now you, you need know, emergency funds for these two rental properties, don't you? Yeah. So we can't necessarily just deplete our savings because you guys have you know. This has some consequence when you get rental properties, and that's you have risk, and you got to be ready to cover those. What I don't think you see is, Jake, is Jacob, is you're you're over leveraged right now, and George is going. You guys make enough money to pay this off, and your first response was, "Should we cut into our savings?" It's like you're not getting it, and I'm not being tough on you. I'm just saying you have the income, you have the ability to pay the forty. What is it, forty-seven thousand uh, off yeah. pretty quickly with some hustle. Even if you don't agree with this on the rental properties, you got yourself in a lot of risk. You don't have any margin right now, and you're celebrating $15,000 being the, the kickoff of those rental properties. So something's got to change. So you have to decide what do you want to change. But paying off $47,000 at the income that you guys have is not hard to do. Without it's selling just, any property. Yeah, you don't have to sell anything. Just get hustling. Put, pay it off. Cut expenses. Okay. Make some more money. Look at it this way. You throw $5,000 at the debt, it's gone in 10 months. Correct? Yep. 
Do you have five thousand dollars of margin to throw at the debt per month? Um, yeah, I think. I mean, I think we could make that work. It's just, yeah, I just, I love saving money, but right now we need to. Get but rid you of the also debt. called us saying, "Dude, I'm overwhelmed right now. We just found out we have an extra fifteen thousand of debt." So yeah. to tell me that this debt isn't weighing on you, whether it's the mortgages or the consumer debt, would be a lie. And so I'm just trying to get you to look at the reality of it. Going, we can solve this pretty quickly either with our income or by selling one of these properties. And we're going to lose our precious cash flow, which will knock it, I'm guessing, in half. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But you'll be back. If you do this a different way or the right way, you'll be back to being a real estate mogul paying cash for properties with some sweet cash flow. Yeah. But right now, you guys are super young, over leveraged, like Ken mentioned, and trying to figure out some kind of loophole to get out of this debt. But you're the solution. Yeah. Your income. Jacob, I want to challenge something you just said, because I do think it's the way you're thinking about all of this. You're a smart guy, hard worker. You're going to be successful. We're not worried about you. But you said, I just love saving money. How can you love saving money when you're when you when giving you're over leverage and you're giving your money away to other people? So I don't think that you're a contrarian, but I'm just trying to point out that that's what I'm hearing. The audience is hearing you're going. I just love saving money. That's why I don't want to pay off my yeah. debt. Does that make any I mean, sense when you I hear love, it back? Yeah, I just I think when when I think about it, I love saving money so that I can invest it in other places rather than spend it on consumer things. Right, but my point still holds. The best way it, for you to save money is to eliminate debt. Yeah, add up those payments. Okay. More and margin. If you could invest all of those payments instead, look at what that would turn into over the next 35 years of your life, and that will cause you to get out of debt real quick. Yep. Margin, okay. my friend. Margin. Like, really think about okay. personal financial margin. Not the margin that they talk about Not in Wall Street movies and TikToks and all this. I mean, real financial margin for you. You got to understand that concept. When you get that, that's freedom. Game changing freedom. You guys got kids, Jacob? No, not yet. As soon as you do, you're going to be thankful that you got no payments. Because go back and <laughs> listen to some of the calls you. we've taken where people are going, we have our second kid on the way, but we have all this debt, and I want her to stay home, but oh it's gosh. really hard for us right now. Man, you're too successful and smart to ever deal with that yeah. problem. And so this is very solvable, but there's only two options, and they both require sacrifice and behavior change. George, so pick your poison. I got three teenagers. They're very expensive. Mm. I can't get them out of the house fast enough right now. Well, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, kids. Your son, Ty, could be on Man versus Food. That guy could down a ribeye pretty quick. I was telling you, the amount of food I go through is insane. It would frighten you young parents. Be ready. Have some financial peace. That's always the best plan of attack. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Camel, joined by my good friend, Ken Coleman. Hey, the Ramsey Christmas Cash Giveaway is going on right now. You could win one of our $500 weekly prizes or the grand prize of $5,000. Just go to RamseySolutions.com slash giveaway. You can enter every day to increase your chances of winning. And while you're there, be sure to check out our $12 sale on some of our best-selling books, tools, and products at RamseySolutions.com slash store. Ryan joins us up next in New York. Ryan, what's going on? Hi, 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 George and Ken. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, my question, my question is, is I have an eight thousand dollar bill that just came up and it needs to be paid uh, by the end of the year. It's a um, basically a look back policy that needs to be uh, paid for liability. 
Um, so what I'm trying to figure out, should I just simply take the money out of my money market account? I have about $10,000 in a money market account, which I, I kind of consider to be my emergency fund, which has dwindled down over the years and it's down to about 10000 Or would I be better off decreasing my, my uh, 401k contributions or reduce the amount that I'm paying extra on my mortgage each month? And then the other option is, is I have an open $25,000 uh, money um, equity or uh, home equity that I could take at 8% Ooh. to cover that expense. So we're going to go into debt to pay off debt. That doesn't track. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Let's not do that one. I would just, if the only cash you have is that 10K liquid to your name, is that what you're telling me? Well, yeah, as far as something I could take out with any penalties. I mean, it's basically just a money market account that's spendable cash. Okay. Yeah, I would use I that, but you immediately need to restock that and get it to a full emergency fund of three to six months of expenses. Okay. Is that okay. the only debt you have currently, other than your well, house? Well, I just, my, yeah, my home, I have that down to under 150000 Um, So that's something that I'm hoping to pay off within the next couple of years. But yeah, no other significant debt beyond that. Just a typical credit card that come in, but I always pay them in full every month. I'd cut those cards up, man. They have not been serving you up to this point, and they will not yeah. in the future. So that's going to be well, your I've best bet. Paid, I've, I've never paid any interest on I just use it for groceries and gas and things like that. Well, but you can never, never pay a dime in interest and still retire broke. That's America yeah. for you, and that's where people mm-hmm. are at. And so it's it's not, you know, I'm proud of you. I'd rather you never pay a dime in interest than pay thousands, yeah. but it's not yeah. a wealth-building tool, and uh, it just makes credit card companies rich and, yeah. you know. So, so that's, without a credit card, that's one of ours paying for their, you know, your typical expenses with gasoline and gro- groceries and, Amazon, I mean, how can you live without a credit card at all? Well, I've done it for a decade now, and uh, I've yeah. lived to tell the tale, and here's how I do it. I use a debit yeah. card. I uh, You can use, if you're worried about privacy and that kind of thing, you can use a website called privacy.com to create virtual debit cards that you can then, yeah. t- it's tied to your account, but it's a virtual mm-hmm. debit card number that if was stolen, you'd be fine. Uh, so that's yeah. one thing. And if your debit card has a Visa or MasterCard logo on it, then you have their zero liability policy with your debit card. Yeah. And so you're fine. Uh, But as far as the bill, pay that down, get the emergency fund back up to where it needs to go, then begin investing 15% if you're not already. Are you there or are you not investing that much? In what what account? Your retirement accounts. Oh, the retirement, I've been maxing it for a couple of decades now. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. No, I've, I've maxed it. That's my one priority is to always make sure I'm maximizing my 401k every month. Wonderful. So you beyond know, so your 15%, that, uh, I assume you have a great income if you're doing that. I'm doing okay. You know, we don't have crazy expenses. I have no need to travel, you know, that kind of thing. We uh, pretty much just have a list of priorities, and my priority is to obviously be comfortable in retirement. And having no debt. And so your next no your next thing to solve there is getting rid of that mortgage. So beyond investing, yeah. I'd start attacking that mortgage uh, once we have the emergency fund, once this debt's paid off. And so that will set you on the path. So as far as my, my second option, when I mentioned possibly decreasing those 401 contributions or maybe not paying the extra $500 a month on the mortgage, would you I would stop paying extra well? on the mortgage for now to okay. restock the emergency fund. But right okay. now, I would instantly just get rid of this bill with that cash okay, that you have you, on hand and restock okay, it. Okay. It's not okay, worth pausing right. investing when you're, this is a very quick temporary thing. Yep. Okay. But okay. I would pause the, the mortgage payment until you have that six months saved in expenses. That's going to give you some great peace as you head into retirement. And it will allow you to never have to go back into debt again 
and not have to worry about these ankle biters that come up. So thank you for the call, Ryan. Appreciate it, man. Aiden is up next in Dallas, Texas. What is happening, Aiden? Yes, sir. So I am 15. I have around 25000 in cash and 10000 in equity, and I'm not sure where to go from here. Whoa. Wow, 15. How'd you get the cash? So I've started with $400 and since I was about 12, and I've just had this thing for dirt bikes. And then ever since I bought my first dirt bike for $400, I've been kind of flipping them as of now, and now I have 25000 from flipping dirt bikes. Flipping dirt bikes. Heck give of me, a story. Give me a uh, quick rundown on how much you're spending and then and then how much it takes to fix them and then flip them. What's the average? What would you say? So right now I'm averaging around two to one to two thousand dollars in each flip. My most recent one was actually I made so I spent fifty four hundred dollars and I made seven thousand from it. So nice. I sold it for twelve thousand. That a boy. So I made that's phenomenal. 6, wow, yes, George. Sir. How about, about to this? Go? I'm very impressed. So you you have this entrepreneur bug in you, it sounds like. You may not go the yeah. traditional route, since considering you made 25 k at 15. Yes, sir. How many years did this take? Like, you've been doing this for a while? So, yes, sir, four years. It's picked up this year mainly. The last three months-ish is honestly when I made the most, because I've averaged around two to 3000 and then I finally got into it. Like mainly, I'm like, okay, I really want to do this, and now I'm making, I mean, pretty good profit. Now I have twenty five thousand plus four dirt bikes right now. Yes, sir. Fantastic. Cool. And what's your equity? And you said you had ten k equity. Is that in yes, the bikes? Sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, you're asking us, what should I do with this money that's sitting in the account? Yes, sir. Well, for starters, I would just keep it in a high yield savings account for now, so that it can grow at a you know a decent rate for you, four or five percent while you decide what's next. Now at 15, truthfully, you got no clue what's going what the next 10 years looks like. But one yes, of the sir. keys is to stay debt free. Yes sir. And so if you can continue cash, you know, buying these in cash and flipping them, that's going to be your best bet. But what does the next, you know, 5 years look like for Aiden? Does he want to be flipping dirt bikes at 20, 25 or are you wanting to go to college and get into a career field? Yes sir. So what I'm going to want to do, uh, my brother's uh, went into the Air Force. I don't know if I want to follow him or if I just want to kind of chill and then like do this as like a little side hobby. But what do you want to do with your life? That's my question. <laughs> yes, sir. So that's a big one. Like, I don't know yet. Yeah, you're 15. That's, you're 15. Uncle yes. George is being very intense right now. That's so a, intense that's with a Aiden. tough one to add. Well, I'm just answer. wondering, because he could follow this path. He could still be selling dirt bikes at 50. I don't know. I'm just I, wondering. I, if I, he I, loves this, but it's not the dirt bikes itself, necessarily. Yeah. So let me pull it back a little bit really quick. Uh, are, are mom and dad buying you a car? Do you have to buy a car? Um, yes, sir. They are buying you a car? Yes, sir. All right, so you don't need you don't need the money for a car. Uh, I can tell exactly. you, you don't need money for girls or uh, spending cash. You're fine, all right? So the savings account. So what's next? It would be a college or some type of a trade school or some type of training. And it, at, at 15, you just don't know and you don't need to know yet. Um, but I just got a sneaky suspicion you're going to be an entrepreneur, my friend. And please don't let anybody talk you into college unless it is the only way or the best way to do something because you're already showing us what the American dream is. There's folks with a business degree that don't know what you know. Either. They can't make the money you're making if you stuck them out there in the on, on the main street and said, figure it out. They couldn't do what you're doing. And I can just tell you that's the truth. So 
I think George is right. Does he invest a little bit? A little bit? I would uh, open a Roth IRA if I were you, I Aiden. Would. You got earned income. I would. So yeah, that's sure. one one way to do it. I'd max one of those out for the year. And 45 years from now, you're going to call back and yes, say, dude, I'm a millionaire sir. just because of that account alone. So that's it. But. Invest that Roth and then save, 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 save. The more you save, the more options you have, young man. Yeah. If you can have $100,000 at 22 and or you could pay cash for your first home. I mean, these are the goals that we all have. We I could, would. I wish I could go back in time and become Aiden. I what wouldn't push him to college at all. I'd say go find out how to flip something else. That guy's going to be a multi-millionaire. Thanks for the call, Aiden. This is The Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day, Hebrews 13, 16. But do not forget to do good and to share, for with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. Charles Spurgeon once said, deciding what not to do is as important as deciding what to do. Wise words. Charles Spurgeon. You know who that is? Oh, yeah. All right. And he called One him the, of the Prince greats. of Preachers. Oh, yeah. I yeah. like that. I mean, him and C.S. Lewis are up there, the all-time greats. C.S. Lewis, not a preacher. Well, I mean, as far as the writing goes. Oh, I see. Their writing is masterful. All right. That works. Thank you, Ken. It's fun. <laughs> There's some... you, you know, I'm a technical. I can't help myself on the history I stuff. Know. I got too nerdy. Well, you're a preacher's kid, But Ken. I get what you're saying. You were saying overall voices of the faith. You could beat me in sword drills, that's for sure. Boy, couldn't I. All right, let's get to the phones. Leslie is up next in Birmingham, Alabama. Leslie, what's going on with you? Oh, did I screw it up? There we go, Leslie. <laughs> Hi, how are y'all? Thank y'all so much for taking my call. Sure. How can we help? Um, yes, so um, really, like, it's it's just been difficult over the last few years to try to figure out the right mindset around this. And I know I'm messing up because I'm going into debt. So I'm trying to get a hold of that, but, um, and I actually called in a few weeks ago, so Ken may remember me, but, um, basically my son has some, some health conditions and it's, it's just hard to know the right balance between being frugal and doing things that are good for his health. Like for example, you know, there's the whole idea of red dyes linked to hyperactivity. So, okay, remove red dyes from food that means you're going to spend a little more in some cases, just little things like that. Um, you know, asthma, get a waterproof mattress cover, that kind of thing, little things like that. It's just how you deal with the anxiety and how do you balance mm. quality of life for your kid and being frugal. And it's just, I can't, it's hard to figure out what's essential and what's not because you want the best for your child, but you also don't want to be in debt, you know? So yeah. Well, let me let me step back then, and I understand this need as a parent. I really do, mm-hmm. um, because you go, you read an article this day, you read an article the next day, you see something on Instagram, and it's like this is good, this is good, and you go, I just mm-hmm. want to give my boy the best. I want to give him the best shot, and it's gonna wear you out. And and you know you can get a different mm-hmm. opinion on on something different every day. So for instance, we all see this in the news. One day bacon will kill you. The next day. Bacon is the key to long life. Well, who really knows? I don't know. I always stay in the middle because I just keep eating bacon. So I'm in Safe good. I'm, I'm in good shape regardless. Because if that's how I die, yeah. it's a good way to go eating a piece of bacon. Now mm-hmm. I got distracted. Uh, the question I have for you as a mom is: Are you doing the best you can with what the doctors are saying that you need to be doing and providing him that care? I feel that I am. You I'm, are. It, it's really just you are trying to go 
trying to go above and beyond, you yeah, know, take advantage of the latest research and all that. So. I know, but my point is, I think there's a point where you have to go, I'm doing the best I can, and what we're doing is enough. You are enough. You're doing what the doctors have said. At some point, you 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 can't live in fear. You got to live with faith, and you got to move forward. And I and I totally understand where you're coming from, but you can drive yourself crazy. So Leslie, let's mm-hmm. get tactical. What is causing you to go into debt? Um, well, it, it's you know, I mean, there's car repairs that I didn't you know have any savings for. That's kind of piled up um, on credit cards, and then. Um, moving expenses, uh, but then a big part of it is just just monthly, you know, expenses that I can't afford. You know, I had a lot lower income. So what's I your income got a now? Job, which is great, but it's 70, but I have a, a lot of debt, so. What what kind of debt do you have? Uh, 75 in student loans and 25 in credit cards. But how much of that credit card debt is these sheets this yeah, I'm bed just wondering system. how much is your son versus just life has hit you because yeah. I don't want you to confuse the two. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've actually been wondering that too. I, I should probably go and, I mean, I don't know, go and analyze the accounts and see what all. I, I feel like at least half of it, though, is buying really good quality food, air filters, supplements, things like it that. It is. It is. That's why you started the call that way. Oh. That's what's going on. Yeah. Now, that we've, we found a problem, George, is she doesn't actually know. Well, that's where the budget's going to come into play. And did we gift you every dollar last time you spoke to Ken? Um, no, but I, I actually do have a budgeting app that I'm trying out. Uh, I, it's not every dollar, but I'm, I'm giving one app a shot, but I might you know, go to every dollar. Boo. But I, I am I'm going to gift you every dollar premium because it's going to come with all the okay. sweet, sweet features. Why did I not so give much it simpler. to her? Why did I? Who well, was, you, I, who was Ken, I on with, Leslie? You get in the heat of the moment. <laughs> who was Ken on oh, with when I, you spoke? Let's see. It was um, um, it was Rachel. And, oh, but that gave makes me sense. The get clear assessment. Oh, I gave I really you that. Did. It was more for the oh, career I, side. I, yeah. I gave you for the work side, but we should have given you the budget. Okay, I wanted to make sure it's probably Rachel's fault. Oh, well, She's thanks. not as giving as I am. So, I mean, I think that's probably her fault. I'm kidding, folks. It's a joke. <laughs> well, Leslie, once we get off the line, hang on. Skylar will gift you that every dollar premium app per year. But here's what you're going to do. You're going to list out every single expense, and you're going to do an audit. This is not just... What mm-hmm. I want it to be, you're going to match it to reality of what, um, you know, what things are actually costing you. So part of that is looking at your bank statement mm-hmm. and going, oh my gosh, I spent $1,200 on food and oh, I forgot that subscription mm-hmm. we were still paying for. And so there's things that we can cut back on that is, that's going to help. But the glaring issue here is the $100,000 in consumer debt, not the fact that we have to buy mm-hmm. organic groceries. And so part of this uh-huh. is, truthfully, we got to cut up the credit card. It's become a plastic crutch yeah. that is not serving you. Um, and, you know, if push comes to shove, how would you cover expenses if you didn't have the credit card? You would cut back in other areas or you'd go make more money, right? Yes. And I've actually just gotten on a plan that's going to, with a nonprofit, and the credit cards are closed and it's a much lower interest rate. So I just oh, gotta no. Pay it oh, off. no. This sounds like a scam, Leslie. Did you get in touch with oh, one it- of these, like, debt relief companies? No, no, it's a nonprofit. It was actually recommended to me by Chase, and they are. It doesn't. By who? It doesn't ruin your credit or Chase. anything. By Chase, the credit card company. Hold on, hold on. You thought a, a credit card company existed to serve you in any way, shape, or form to help you get out of debt? Well, listen it, to that. They, just listen back to what payments. you just said. They they don't make any late payments. It doesn't mess up your credit at all. I just, I'm very concerned about what this program is, and I would go read the fine print to figure out how you got screwed. 
because I'm almost positive that it's not going to help you. But the key here is I want you out of this credit card debt. You may prove me wrong, but I've just never seen one of these programs that actually helps people get out of debt any faster than your own. The solution is Leslie and her income and her behavior change, not some gift from Chase Bank. So it's a nonprofit, but yeah. Well, okay. Here's the deal. What George is saying is right. I want you focused on the budget because you got to know how much of your expenses are going to doing everything you can for your for your little guy. And then you've got to be able to start walking through that with your doctor and going, we've done the best with we, well, what we have to know and what they're going to keep doing and treat him that way. You can't pay for every theory or every hack or whatever to make his life. You just can't. You're, you're limiting. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're limited, he's limited. If you're stressed, he's stressed. Yep. And the best thing you can do for that little guy is to get out of this debt and have margin. And so that needs to be your A1, of course, while taking care of them and doing what you can do. But this is going to become a line item in the budget. The groceries might be a little more expensive because we can't buy the processed junk food anymore. We've Mm got to get actual Mm -hmm. fruits and veggies and meats and whatever. And you might need Mm -hmm. a bigger line item for shopping to get some of these things. But I don't want you to feel like this is a cycle that's forever. You get the waterproof mattress cover once. Yeah. You know? And so the bigger thing is getting this, getting out of this debt, getting a full emergency fund in place, then making 70K, we can manage to cover those expenses for this guy and get him, uh, get him to a better place health-wise. So we're wishing you the best, Leslie, in this debt payoff yeah. journey, but read the fine print with whatever. I just don't trust Chase with a 39-and-a-half-foot pole, and hey, I don't think you should nice either. nice Christmas song I reference. Just, thank you. Well, that's what the credit card companies are. They're the Grinches. Stealing your Christmas joy. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. And now we're off the air. Thanks, FCC. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Ken got so nervous. No, I wasn't nervous at all. I just didn't understand the joke. That was actually pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was pretty decent given the fact I didn't know I had to prepare for that voice today. Uh, the, uh, the studio audience all enjoyed it. I'm getting Don't cheers encourage and thumbs up. Him, America. Thank you all very much. Hey, that puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. My thanks to Ken Coleman, all the folks in the booth, and you, America. We'll be back before you know it. In the meantime, spend wisely, save intentionally, and give generously.